0: Three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. thank you so much for listening we are the real pineapple this is hunter and I'm here with Colin Colin how are you sir
1: I'm good man I, it's it's weird reviewing a movie that's not a uh, we're not gonna be talking about you know making a a worst of list <laughs> as we're Dude. as we're fresh off of our uh, our shittiest movies of the year podcast
0: God, I I gotta say, it, this weekend was so therapeutic. It was like, thank God, I actually saw some good movies. Cause has been a while since I've been able to say that. It's been like three weeks.
1: Yeah, since. God, it's a lot of shit we saw.
0: Yeah, but we have our best stuff coming up in March, so we'll be watching good movies for a while. Well, Fifty Shades come next month, and so, yeah you know, uh. but, 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 <laughs> but 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 we have there's positivity on the horizon as far as good films, so that's very reassuring. Um, but guys, we're here to talk about the post today, which just, so this is what I do hate about these movies that are in limited release and that mm-hmm. Reno really needs to get their shit together on, is that indie movies take so long to come out here, then they just kind of always just randomly drop them, I'm like, oh, this is coming out this week. So I didn't even know this was coming out till Thursday night, and I was like, oh, all right, well, I'm seeing the post, because I really want to see that. Um yeah and it was you getting saw...
1: tons of it was getting tons of buzz too and i feel like these movies all these oscar movies they get like released to like a couple cities and people see them like months in advance and i'm always just it's really annoying when everyone's talking about them and i'm just like just wide release it already why do they wait
0: yeah i i genuinely hate that um and a, another movie we'll be reviewing today Itania, uh came out, same thing, They just went, oh yeah, we're releasing that today. I'm like, oh, alright, well, shit, I'll see that too. So, um, so the post is directed and produced by some guy named Steven Spielberg. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, and, who, who's some, some new guy on the
0: scene. Yeah, some, some, some Joe Schmo. Um, <laughs> but but just, just, just getting it out of the way, Spielberg is one it, arguably, and I'd have to think about it, because Del Toro's right there, he's one of, if not my favorite director um of all time uh there have been some things Spielberg has done that have made me very upset uh War of the Worlds immediately comes to mind uh yeah but I mean you 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 think about all the shit he has done that just hit I mean whether it's you know Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of my favorite movies of all time I remember seeing that as a kid just going all right I love this yeah um uh, he did Adventures of Tintin a couple years ago, which I <laughs> loved. I, I do. I love Tintin. That was yeah. one of those movies I went. You know, uh, fuck. You know, Jaws. Uh, he he. Dude,
1: he, Jurassic he, Park is one of my favorite movies of all time. Of yeah, course.
0: we both love that movie. He did The Terminal, which was actually really good. Uh, yeah. Catch Me If You Can. I mean, AI. I mean, you know, you go down the list of Spielberg stuff. Uh, a- e e- T. Obviously, it, it's right. kind of insane. Just uh, Schindler's List. I mean, just the amount of shit Liam that...
1: Neeson. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like we'll be talking about. Uh, just the sheer amount of brilliance that Spielberg has uh, produced, uh, literally and figuratively, um, over the years is is insane. It's so crazy we...
1: how he's done it for so long, for sure.
0: Yeah, and been this consistent. I mean,
1: yeah,
0: I mean, he's he really like. To, 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 to he's really like the lakers of directing like he's been so good for so long i, I did that just for you by the way yeah uh, thank he, you
1: thank you for not saying the Celtics by the way you, oh you're welcome i got
0: you yeah. but, he's, but he's been so good for so long like to the point where it's almost his worst enemy where people are like oh it's a never spielberg movie who cares like that's that's where we are with him cause he's yeah. so good at this but and he's kind of
1: he's kind of doing more like oscar stuff too now Really, he's getting—he's like almost yeah. like he's like transitioned from like the the blockbuster to the, like the Oscar type movies with Lincoln and Bridge of Spies and you know the lately those type. Yeah, of...
0: he does have Rated Player One coming out, which I'm actually really stoked
1: for. Oh, I yeah, hope, yeah. I hope, uh, that I was hope that one looks weird. It. I don't know about that one, we'll we'll maybe. see. That's gonna be an interesting review. Cause I yeah, don't I don't know what to think about that one yet. It's got a uh, it's got our boy from from Baby Driver, but what you know I, I I don't know I don't know about I, that one.
0: I hope it's good. <laughs> I, that's all I'll say. I hope it's good. I'm I'm trying not to get too
1: yeah. For I it, saw though. like I saw like the Iron Giant in there. I saw some like lots of random stuff. It it, it looks kind of like VR chat, like the movies, but I I don't know. It, we'll see. We'll see.
0: We'll see. We'll see. But but then you say oh Spielberg. Is gonna be directing Meryl Streep, who's you know another young upstart, and a Tom <laughs> Hanks. Like, oh, you, they they might as well just make the Oscar in the like into like a solo of Meryl Streep. It's like she gets nominated every fucking year. Like, yeah, it, you know what I mean? Like, she's so good. It's just like, I mean, she did that. One shitty movie. What was that Ricky the Rocker or whatever? Fuck that was called. Oh
1: God, yeah, that one, that movie was terrible. You remember that? Yeah. That yeah, that was only like that was like two years ago or something. I think right, like twenty fifteen yeah. maybe. I don't know. But that's like the
0: last bad movie she's done in quite yeah. some time. I mean, she's an incredible. Act. And then Tom right. Hanks. I mean, yeah, we just you mentioned it last week. The Circle, not very good. But uh yeah, but that's but,
1: rare for him to yeah. like for him to be in a movie where I'm not just like Tom Hanks was brilliant.
0: But Tom Hanks hits so much. And so when I heard, oh, it's a Spielberg-directed and produced movie starring Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks, I just went, oh, I wonder how many Oscar nominations it's going to get. By the Mm -hmm. way, I'm going to say six. um, Because I think. So here's the thing. I think this movie is slow for the first... and, And full disclosure here, I, uh last night I might have gotten a little high and I might have taken some at uh, night PM so I was in <laughs> quite a, uh, I was in quite the uh, slumber waking up going to see this morning movie at 10.30 in the morning today so
1: fair that enough. Was,
0: that was kind of a struggle so I, I, agree, I
1: agree with you though I agree with you that the movie was slow that was like my main criticism is that like I remember like the first probably 45 minutes I was just like man I don't really care about a whole lot going on right now
0: yeah it it's very like there's a lot of pieces at bay and, and to Spielberg's credit, you can almost hear the carnival like the because there's so many pieces that he's juggling like yeah. to the point you real have to be paying attention I, and I think there's a complaint and uh, this kind of ties into uh, the commuter kind of the inverse of it. This movie really doesn't spoon feed you. you just have to really be paying attention and mm-hmm. be able to like keep up with it. Which I actually do appreciate when movies do that, like when they trust me enough to do the, you know, to do the, kind of like Inception. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Where it, it trusts you to do the work yourself, which just presents you with everything. And, and right. I appreciate that. And you're right, the first, yeah, I think 45 minutes is pretty spot on. It is slow, but goddamn, man, that, that hour mark on... Uh, I don't know if this will make my best of. I because there's so much good shit that came out. Oh, dude! But, but yeah. But goddamn, dude, th- this movie.
1: Uh, so are we considering this 2017? Then I mean, the it, Oscars obviously are, but it it did come out in the limited release. Okay, that, that the, so we're our rules are going to be limited release is fine.
0: Yeah, limited release is fine. So, okay.
1: Uh, I
0: gotta say, man, son of a bitch, Spielberg, man, he 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 gets film
1: man dude he's so good
0: how good was this shit man once it got going though right
1: yeah he's such a good storyteller like i i appreciated like like you said like you put it perfectly this was like what i was gonna say going into this so you you put you basically took the words out of my mouth when you were saying you know it really ramps up like probably at that hour mark you know kind of that like halfway point and um, when everything starts falling into place and you realize, like, the gravity of the situation and how everything's unfolding, like, I was like, damn, man, like, the stakes are getting higher and higher. And Spielberg just knows how to, like, build that tension, build that drama. And then, of course, you have Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks, you know, playing point guard, leading leading the way. Um, it's it's phenomenal. It's, it's so good at that second half. Yeah, so
0: you want to kind of jump into the plot, man?
1: Yeah, sure. So this is all, like, dealing with the Vietnam War um, and basically the news uh, being reported about it. And um, it all centers around the Washington Post, which at this time in the 70s was kind of like a small, um, I I don't want to say, like, up-and-coming news uh, paper, but it was definitely, like, privately owned still. It was about to go public um, to get traded on the stock market. And uh, the New York Times was basically, like, the big dog on the East Coast. Like, whatever they were reporting, uh, on Q, my dog shakes his head. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was like, oh, hi, Buster. <laughs> yeah, Buster. So, so, um, so, like, the New York Times, uh, you know, they have, like, the best journalists. They have this guy, like, Neil something, who does all the best work. And the Post is, is worried, you know, like, that guy, Neil, hasn't come out with anything yet. Um, it turns out that he's gotten his hands on these secret, this top secret documents about the Vietnam War and how the U.S. knew that we couldn't win it. Um, there was there was no exit strategy, and we just kept sending troops over there, you know, young American men to go die. Uh, so he get, you know, the New York Times gets all this information and they put it out, and Nixon, who becomes like the villain of this movie um basically gives them the cease and desist to the new york times and he threatens them to go to court and the new york times stops reporting on it and basically the globe um uh or or the washington post rather they they end up getting um got an opportunity to to report on this and that's kind of how it unfolds from there and and the decisions they make and and what ends up happening and uh dude it's crazy man
0: yeah, I mean, what kind of president would try to discredit the news media trying to keep him in check? Like, what kind of, a kind of president would do that? Just ha- must have no balls, no balls <laughs> or just must be an absolute piece of shit to just be so incompetent at his job. And anyways, so basically... <laughs> you're, you're, you're,
1: you're only talking about Nixon, right? Yeah,
0: correct, because that's never happened again, right? Yeah,
1: that would never... Repeat, history never repeats itself. <laughs> yeah, you, you
0: know that... That, that was a phrase as a kid when people be like, oh, history repeats itself. I'm like, that's not true. <laughs> and the older I get, I'm like, oh, my God. It is so goddamn accurate just how often. Yeah. It's like, oh, we've been here before, <laughs> haven't we? Just, oh, uh, goddammit. But you are right. I, th- this movie is so timely, too, which is another like reason why I think I love it so much. Because in light of a certain president saying that countries are shit. God, how sad is that? I'm sorry, like, just, like, that's, that's where we are. Goes <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, other countries are shitholes, like, oh, cool, right, that's fine, right? Just.
1: anyways but and he's clearly not not to turn this into a political podcast but it it's hilarious that he says that like haitia and african countries are shithole countries but we need more people from norway like could he be more blatantly openly (laughs) racist for any like like oh what's the skin color of everyone from those countries like oh my god man it's ridiculous
0: so so i hope this happens i don't know if you've been following this but there's a huge uh thing on twitter uh, basically trying to push for a reporter to ask Trump about how he feels about um uh, about social issues in the nation of Wakanda. And I want someone to ask him that so badly. That's yeah. becoming like a huge thing. And so the best tweet I saw was about, oh yeah, how do you feel about the nation of Wakanda? And how do you feel about the rogue uh, assassin, uh, James Buchanan Barnes? I'm just like, yes, please. <laughs> someone <like>, someone ask... <laughs> Someone ask him about Wakanda and the Winter Soldier. I'm begging. You. So I hopefully a reporter has the balls to do it, but um... But, <laughs> that'd be great. That'd uh, make me so happy. But so look, Tom Hanks uh, in this movie, uh, he plays a uh, Ben Bradley who who's basically kind of like running the paper. Like, yeah, I think like he's
1: person- like the chief editor or something like that.
0: Yeah, it got bravo. Uh, yeah, he yeah he's chief editor. Uh, and then um, Meryl Streep is playing uh, Catherine uh, Graham, who, in who got the paper, uh, who, who the paper you said like it, it's been her family for gener, uh, for years, and she got it after her husband committed suicide, which is like I was like God damn okay, um, and yeah. Then, like her her hus uh, her father uh, owned it before that, and right. So she's really in uh, quite the pickle here because. Right not only are men just like oh it's so cute you're in this paper it's adorable doll like they they might as well just be saying that
1: and and this is back in a time where uh like her husband he was the one that basically took over running the paper and he's not even like the the previous owner's son like her her dad left it to his son-in-law who married you know, uh, Meryl Streep's character. And like, that was just how it was. Like Meryl Streep was like, yeah, that's, you know, I'm, I take care of the home and everything. Uh, You know what I mean? Like I raised the family. That was just, that was the times back then, which is, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it shows this, um, progressive kind of, you know, the movement of, of women in power in in a big way, um, with her in these rooms (laughs) and negotiations on bringing this, this, uh, company public too.
0: So, I will say, this is just, you know, Mama Hunter, you know, you're going to be a feminist. Like, it, it, this is where that came out. Because every dude seriously is talking to her. Like, oh, it's so cute how you're in this paper. Isn't that adorable? You should go pick a cake while you're at it. Like, like everyone is being such a dick to her. And she's just being as sweet and as kind as she can be. To the point where she just, she basically snaps. But even when she snaps, it's sweet. She's like, oh, I could, like... She's like, oh yeah, I could have sworn this wasn't your paper, so basically fuck off. Let me make this decision about if we're going to print or not. And it's so awesome to see her growing confidence um, as the character, as shit just gets really close to hitting the fan. Um, before I throw it back to you, can, can we just talk about how... <laughs> That we live in a world where David Cross and Bob Odenkirk, the guys from Mr. Show, are great dramatic actors now. Oh my like, god,
1: how great like, is that?
0: <laughs> like, like, like I'm sitting there watching Bob Odenkirk, I'm like, oh my... And look, I, you've, you, you're the one who got me into Breaking Bad, like, really made me watch it. And after watching Breaking Bad, I went, god, he's so good as Saul Goodman. But I'm sitting here watching him in this, I'm like, god damn, the guy's a great actor. Like, it's not just... Um, Vince uh, Gillian just directed him is like, he can be great. Like, just give him great material, and he'll knock it out of the park and he was actually my favorite part of this, if I'm being totally honest. Who was? Uh Bob Odenkirk, man, for me. Okay.
1: Yeah. He was he was very good. He was the one he he had the um the contact. Uh yeah. the guy who had originally leaked these papers. Um, yeah, he he was very good in his role. I definitely agree with that.
0: I mean, so it's, so it's really about the paper, you know, siphoned through all this information and, and just how <laughs> the government does freak out and just goes, oh, yeah, these were military secrets. And this makes us look really terrible because it, um, it was Nixon, um, Kennedy, uh, President Johnson, and who am I missing? I got three out of the four, I believe.
1: Um, th- those were the those were the the important ones for the most okay. part, yeah, because they were they but, were they were the ones that kept kept it going the longest.
0: Yeah, so this this movie is basically should just be just the the logo should just be like the government shrugging <laughs> because yeah. that's basically what it was like, hey, Vietnam's going really badly, but we don't want to say it's going badly we're going to keep sending people over because america and and, it, it, and it's, it's
1: amazing like the like what it shows is like the the power that the press has and should have that you know like at the end like full spoiler alert but it's not really spoiler alert because this is history it all actually happened <laughs> but yeah exactly. um You know, it was it was ruled in favor that the press, you know, was allowed to report on this stuff, even though it was top secret, because the American people have a right to to know. And you know, it all goes to the First Amendment, where you know the the freedom of the press, where people, you know, can 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 hear about all this stuff.
0: Yeah, and 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 I really think what this movie does so well, and this is when I just there was a point I laughed. And the movie I think is actually pretty funny, all things considered, with the subject matter to dealing with. Uh, there's a point where Bob Modenkirk's character, he's flying back, uh, f- flying back to, uh, b- flying black home, uh, flying back home, <laughs> flying black home. I don't think there was one black person in this movie that I think about, it, but anyways.
1: There was the, the I remember there was the girl, there was the girl that uh, met with, um, <laughs> I think it was Meryl Streep. Uh, yeah. She was okay. like, I, I hope you win. But don't tell anyone because I'll get fired or something like that. I forget. But yeah. yeah. But no, it, there was not many black people in this movie.
0: <laughs> but uh, but uh, Bobo and Kirk, he plays a uh, Ben, and it's such a funny scene. The students comes up it's like, "Oh yeah, whatever you got there, it just must be really important." He's like, "Oh, you know, nothing big, just government secrets," and he just laughs it off like, "I need to get home like really quickly."
1: But yeah, it's a great line.
0: But that was such a great line, and I, and I think the point where the movie set, like I settled on my grade is there's this point where Meryl Streep is talking about, um, cause basically there's a point where the, their lawyers, um, well, I guess it's their lawyers who work for the, like for her. I was a little confused on that. Like,
1: yeah there was lawyer they were like their advisors basically they like do. yeah they, like they were lawyers but they were just like hey this is how you should you know like if you don't want to get sued or go to prison like these are what you can and can't do
0: yeah exactly yeah so I so there's a point where they basically go hey because basically the um because the times the New York Times has taken the trial um before uh, uh, before the post is, and basically they're dealing with the Supreme Court saying the same thing, basically that you're printing shit you can't print, and so the uh, so the Washington Post is basically trying to figure out do we print do we print these this story or not, mm-hmm. and their lawyers basically go hey if you do this you realize the, the paper will probably be disbanded it'll probably be shut down you'll all probably go to jail. Like, it gets... It, it And Spielberg, you mentioned it, Colin, you hit the nail on the head because you're so smart. Um, <laughs> Spielberg Spielberg just builds the tension. And in Meryl Streep's character, you know, you see, like the, like, the fear of, like, oh, wow, we could all be genuinely fucked in the worst way if yeah. we, you know, if we run this. But there's that scene where she basically... Um, has a brass set and goes, no, we're running this, and you know, this is what my, you know, th- this is what my family would want, and that whole speech she gives, I went, wow, I went Meryl Streep. It the thing is, I think even this movie was just good. She'd probably get a best actress nomination because that's how good she is. But that one scene alone, I went, oh, she's getting a best actress nomination. Like it's not even like, a, <laughs> she might get one. It's a oh, she's getting one, and I think right. Tom Hanks is getting one too because he. Because he's the one who's dealing with, like, the lawyers giving him shit, and he's dealing with, uh, he, he's verbally sparring with, uh, with Kay, uh, Meryl Streep's character, and whenever they're on stream together, I just, <laughs> I just, I just found myself putting my hands, like, under, uh, with... Like resting my face on my uh on my hand it's a smile he's like mm. <laughs> like you, you guys are so you're so good together yeah
1: I, and his I, and his character does such a good job of you know he's the one fighting for the story to be put out and like and he's fighting with uh for the most part with the other um, guy that's working for the with the company, he's I guess he's like the business manager or something, who's trying to be more conservative, more protective of the sale that's about to go through, um, so that they can get this you know the company public and make all the extra money to hire better journalists, and him fighting so passionately to get this this story out and fighting for the you know the rights of the First Amendment, the rights of the freedom of press, like he gets. So like, like he he's he realizes at, in a great moment of the movie that I really loved when he's talking with his wife and his wife is telling him like, hey, you know, you're fighting so passionately. Like you, I get it. But you like you don't have as much to lose as, as yes. Meryl Streep's character. Like you have to think about this like you, you have to think about it from her perspective and really make sure you understand what she's giving up. Or what she's risking if she does go for this. And, like, when all that's happening, I'm just like, Spielberg, you are just, like, the maestro of all maestros. Like, he's just, like, you know, he's hitting every point. And I'm like, you know, there was a slow burn. There was a slow build up to this movie. But now that everything's fallen in place, I'm just like, the the man's a genius. You know, and there's few people in Hollywood, uh, you know, director-wise that you can really say that. And it's not ironic. But he's... like spielberg's legit like he is one of the best storytellers probably of all time
0: he, he really is and just sitting there and you're right that scene right there i just went oh my god this is amazing and and right after that they have a scene with their daughter who's been who's been selling lemonade all day which i just thought was a nice little kind of break like oh we can be funny too uh the movie just balances everything uh, so well. And Bruce, Gre- fucking Bruce, uh, not Bruce Greenwood, he's in this too, and, uh, but he was fantastic. Bradley Whitford, who we just saw as um, uh, the girl's dad in Get Out. So when I saw him, I kind of freaked out. I was like, run, black people. But, uh, he plays, <laughs> That's right. Uh, he, he plays Arthur Parsons, who's he, who is really kind of verbally jousting with uh, uh Tom Hanks's Brent Bradley and their interactions are so tense mm-hmm. and it's just the most you know kinda of remind me of? Like if the Revenant had no violence in it, it was just a dialogue. Like it's it's like this big man just like dick measuring contest <laughs> like, oh I'm right, no fuck you like it's so great to watch though. Yeah. And and I, I, I love I fucking love Tom Hanks in this so much. He's so passionate and you're right, though. He's really fighting for this uh to be, uh, to to be printed and everything. I, I, you're right about Spielberg how he builds attention. I just found myself laughing at this one point because it shows like the, uh, the, uh, the paper being set up because they have to meet deadline in order to get it out that next morning. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I don't think there's another director who could shoot newspapers and make it tense somehow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: and just, you know what? Else, the other thing I liked about that is that you can just tell that like you know Spielberg's just a romantic for that old stuff that's now gone by the wayside like in today's yeah. day and age like news is delivered to us so fast so immediate it's all on the internet it's delivered directly to our phones like back in the 70s there was none of that there wasn't even personal computers so if you wanted to get the news like this is how it was done like you put the little metal plates in, you put it in the printing press, and then you know you 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 in in him setting that all up, it like it leads to like this perfect point where you know like there there's no there's no Donald Trump sending a tweet on his on the toilet in the in the first thing in the morning <laughs> to the entire world where like you can take it back. Like these are all like very methodically thought out like. You know, plates that are going to print out Newspapers for the whole country to read And, you know At the end, when they finally make that decision To to print it Like, you know, it's a big deal And he, like, he sets that up so well
0: Yeah, it And, and, uh, it's When newspapers hit, and I love When the, like, the, um Uh, the, not the Uh, not the Senate Why am I, why am I blanking? Uh, the House? Basically i believe it's the house uh, but but basically um oh no secretary of state that's who it is yeah they they call uh tom hanks character like oh yeah so we picked up the newspaper not super chill what you guys did so just so you know we recommend like like it's it's them saying like hey don't do this ever again you know in the nicest way if i tell them to go fuck themselves and yeah. tom hanks is uh, a brad, uh, brad basically goes oh man that's that's super cool i appreciate the call but uh no yeah <laughs> yeah he's like he's
1: like cease or desist or we're gonna like you know pursue legal action and take you to court and he's just like he's like okay i respectfully decline and then he's just like all right fuck you things up yeah <laughs> like, I've been, but I'll it's just like that. yeah but that's just like you know just that moment where they're just staying strong and i'm just like man it's crazy
0: yeah, um, I, so just getting, um, so I'm, you know, I, I'm gonna, before I kind of get to our final thoughts, I gotta throw this out, because I've, was debating on this, and, um, I, I gotta give a shout out here, um, so I was leaving the theater, and, uh, I ran to this woman, I okay, that's a lie, the woman actually, like, ran me down, I was kind of like, who's yelling at me, and this, I, I promised I wouldn't say her name, but she told me that I could talk about her, um. She just basically stood out in front of the theater with me and just talked about how um, how hard it is being, you know, a black man in the country right now and how timely this movie is and that she's speaking as a, uh, a lesbian for, for 30, 40 years, how she's afraid but how happy she was to see someone like me digesting this film. And she just talked to me about, printing and and she's a writer and she's talking we were just talking about the writing process and I, I really want to apologize to our reader uh, to our readers, good grief uh, to our listeners because um I didn't do something I should have done. We didn't review Detroit six months ago when we should have. Um, we will have a review up for that this weekend and I didn't want to review it because I was honestly afraid of what I would say about uh the politics in that movie. And I chickened out and I'll be honest, I, I will make sure that for our listeners that never happens again and this woman really inspired me to, in that sense. So I'd like to thank her for that. But um, with all that said, just uh, getting to my uh, getting to my final thoughts here, this movie is so timely and it's so important. and I really think that everyone, actually that's not even a think everyone needs to fucking see this movie. Like everybody needs to see this. This is such an important film. Uh, Spielberg, you, Colin, I, I love to incite your brain, man, because you hit the nail on the head. Spielberg, just a maestro at building tension. And when the movie ramps up and you tense up, it, you, you know how it's going to fucking end. And yet, <laughs> and yet, I was sitting there like, oh, God, are they going to make Deadline? And, and the way the movie ends tying to another event, I just went, oh, Sherry on fucking top. Spielberg, you just, oh, how are you so good at film? Um, I was at an A, on this for a while but the way Spielberg ended this I went oh fan-fucking-tastic brilliant fucking brilliant uh Spielberg sir I I I, I tip my cap to you uh, this was <laughs> this is just expert storytelling the score on this is fantastic too it, it kicks it's it's subtle and subdued but when it kicks in it really just elevates the movie and the scene that it, it's participating in I I I fucking love this movie. So, yeah, post. Fan-fucking-tastic for me. Uh, Colin, your final thoughts on grades, sir?
1: Nice. Um, that's really cool. I like that story you told um, about the individual that you talked with after seeing that movie. That's that, that's a cool little anecdote there. Um, I uh, One of the things I want to say before I get to my grade is that um, I think Meryl Streep is incredible. And I... And that and that's hard for me to say because Meryl Streep, like I've kind of had a grudge against her because, as as everyone knows, if you listen to this podcast, I'm a big movie guy. Like I love movies, I love film, I love I love the art of film. I love you know artistic films. I like all kinds of movies, you know I like dumb comedies. I like it all. I love you know I love shows, um, you know TV series that are artistic. All of that. Um, but, at the same time, I'm also a big football guy. I like my football. I love professional sports, competition. <laughs> and, you know, I was a little annoyed when Meryl Streep came after us football fans uh, saying kind of it's like mutually exclusive, like we're just some dumb jocks. Um, I don't feel I'm that way. Uh, I think you shouldn't attack football. Just leave it alone. <laughs> I, I think uh, as... Tell it, the truth. I You know, back then, like, uh, I just kind of wanted to be like Big Baller Brands and be like, just stay in your lane. But, uh, but I, you know, honestly, and I haven't seen a, a few of her movies lately because um, they just haven't interested in me, and, and, you know, we haven't decided as a group to review them. Um, but this movie, let me just say, like, her performance, like, she's incredible. Like, she's yeah. an absolute, like, master of her art. Um, she's so... She plays a character, like... Especially a person like Meryl Streep, who is so strong and confident, and has this huge, you know, voice that you know people listen to. Like, she, you know, she's she's a role model for like every woman in Hollywood, and you know, young girls growing up everywhere. And um, to be in this movie and see her, and she's so vulnerable, and she's playing this character so well. Um, uh, you know, being in the 70s and and you know she she's not she she you know another actress could have played this in a way that wouldn't have been really realistic and being like overbearing and, and overly confident um you know trying to take down the man where she's very timid she's she doesn't she second guesses herself all the time this movie but she still ends up standing strong at the end and and she still knows what's right and wrong and she just portrays this character so well um like the biggest takeaway from this movie was besides just confirming that steven spielberg is amazing is that um i just i had to like apologize to meryl streep in my own brain i'm just (laughs) like all right we're all good here you're incredible um i love you uh and then yeah tom hanks is great but um yeah i think we talked about it pretty much the you know the way Steven Spielberg makes his movies now, I like the one thing you you added um, before you said your grade was was the the score, the music that plays. Yeah. All of his best movies, it's all the same theme. It's like his he's just a master at putting the the music to build the tension, like right from the beginning. Um, when the original, you know, the, the guy that leaks out the the papers, like it starts off really good, where he you know he's going and he's grabbing these papers. And you know the the music's like very tense, leading you along. Um, but yeah, it. The only thing holding it back from a fan fucking tastic is that I, you know I did think it was a little slow and it kind of lost my interest. But dude, this Aww. yeah, but it's it's a solid A plus. I mean, it's an A plus for sure for me.
0: Oh, all right. I so you know I, I I'm not gonna lie. I thought you're gonna go fan fucking tastic, but I I can live from an A plus.
1: Yeah, A plus is still really good for me.
0: Yeah. No, that that is true. It's like it's like Scott giving anything a thing of B. Scott, <laughs> is, <laughs> that, Scott doesn't like Blade Snyder, fucking idiot. Sorry, <laughs> He's like, sorry. Uh, I love you, Scott,
1: like, but that will never ever make sense to me. It, it, I
0: <laughs> couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> At least we're united. In that. Yeah. We're united on this. Game <laughs> of but like, but yeah, I, I. It again. I I I don't know because I started working on my top ten. I don't know if this will break my top ten. Like it's so great. Yeah. I don't. There's a lot of
1: movies. There's a lot of good movies out this year.
0: Yeah. There and we're actually going to talk about a movie I think might break my top ten. Ooh. That will be your next review. Oh. Oh. But I I will save that here. But uh, guys, have you seen the post? If you haven't, please go like support something like this. Please support good indie film like this. Cause this is like for all intents and purposes, I know it's Spielberg, but this felt very indie though. Like like um I would watch this with Spotlight. I would do I would so do a double feature of this in Spotlight. And There's a lot I, of
1: similarities. I, I mean obviously they're both newspaper movies.
0: So I will say as much as I love this movie, I think I like Spotlight more.
1: Well that's why I think I that was the other thing in my head uh, why I gave it an A plus is because I was like, I think this is like I mean it's probably one a and one b, but like I think spotlight is is a little better
0: i I you, you know what's funny is I will say as much as I love Tom Hanks in this and Meryl Streep, I like the combination of Keaton and Ruffalo better yeah I
1: mean you know what I mean so R- R- Ruffalo that was one of the best performances I've seen in a long time Mark Ruffalo in that movie
0: yeah so you that and everybody you know was
1: good Rachel McAdams was really great too.
0: Yeah, I yeah I remember seeing her that stupid time traveler movie. I was like, oh she sucks, but I was like, oh all right, well. <laughs> like, you remember me the time? I can't remember what it's called that romantic. I I know. It's yeah, like, but dude, R-
1: R- Ruffalo like there there's that like it's like one of the greatest monologues where he's just like he's like they he's like they molested kids. He's like and he's like and they knew about it. He's like you know, you know. He's just like he's like yeah. yelling at Michael Keaton, and Michael Keaton's just like, "No, we're not publishing right now." Like that is like one of the greatest scenes in film I've seen in a while. Like, I, and that's just yeah, that's love that movie.
0: Colin, you're a great salesman because I'm gonna watch Spotlight tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, like I'm sitting here, like we've like talked me into watching Spotlight. Yeah. And, like I, I just I watched
1: know. it like a month ago, so it's like fresh in my head, and I was just like, right when that scene happened, I was like, "Damn."
0: <laughs> I was like you, This is so good God Bruce Banner is amazing In this movie Yeah dude. I thought he was gonna Hulk <laughs> the fuck out <laughs> But You know That's fair though But yeah guys Go see this movie Um Guys, have you seen the post? Let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can uh, Please uh, go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Music, and SoundCloud at The Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at JhunterRealPineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at First. And you can follow our good bud Colin here on Twitter at
1: The Real O'Neil.
0: Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have a review up for Detroit this weekend, which I am really excited to review. And I will be honest, I do not know what's coming out this week because there is... The Cinemark- not much. There's not yeah, much. Yeah. Like, I think... It, I feel like it's a slow upcoming week. Like It is. Well,
1: I don't know. Well, we might have to catch up on some stuff that's to rent or something.
0: Yeah, because I... Yeah, I did remember looking... January is just such a dumping month where yeah. like, that like studios like we don't care yeah. <laughs> we
1: could review yeah yeah but didn't you say you wanted to review Bright we should review Bright
0: the- yes we will review Bright alright that's that's <laughs> there we go we'll review Bright and Detroit at least for sure but guys thank you so much for listening we'll talk to you soon
1: Meow.